0: Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, Authenticity, on purpose discussions, and magical moments.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Talk Purpose and Truth. It's Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden. Hi, hi, Kim, and hi, everybody. Thanks for being here listening. So, before we start, I I want to do an announcement. Um, a friend, dear friend, and a guest we had on um, a couple of years ago, Jamie Goldman Marseille. You can find her episode if you scroll back a couple of years. She passed away about a week ago. And um, she had been battling cancer and um, finally lost her battle. She was doing really well for a long time. And then it just, you know, it just became too much for her. And so, um, I feel really sad and, um, she left behind her kids in high school and an amazing husband and just a lot of people that loved her. And I know Mm -hmm. that, you know, she left such an amazing legacy. Um, you'll hear when you go back to her episode, but basically she survived a car accident when she was young and I think she was 19, um, and lost her legs and ended up having prosthetic legs and competing in huge like marathons and winning awards and being on ESPN and being a speaker and an author and just doing just such amazing work in the world. She was a teacher and um, just having a nonprofit and helping people with cancer before she even had cancer, just all kinds of stuff. During while she had cancer, she was still running her nonprofit, just an amazing inspiration of a person. And so just wanted to um, send well wishes to her family and to Jamie in her transition.
0: Yeah, and I think um, it's, I'm sure she did a lot of interviews, but but it's kind of now even more of a privilege to have had her as a guest on our show. We will always have that <laughs> to go back yeah. and listen to. Yeah. And she was also a friend to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. She
1: um she went to my last book launch and some of my workshops and we would be in touch. She's she's one of my dear friend Kim's best friends and mm-hmm. so that's how I met her. Mm.
0: Well, sending condolences to her family. Yeah. Okay. Well, today Kim and I um decided that we're going to get raw and real. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and we're going to share things about ourselves and just have a a discussion that I think everybody will be able to relate to.
1: Yeah. And while we channeled, we, um, Eden was channeling one time when we were on a phone call, maybe two weeks ago and we were getting messages that, you know, the new kind of the new rebirth of our show Mm -hmm. for 2022 and on is getting even more raw and real and in our truth and getting like that with guests and asking them deeper questions and things like that. Like just yeah. kind of being outside the box and, and, you know, not worrying what anyone thinks and things like that, which I think we're pretty good at anyway, but even better, even messier, yeah, even I was, more <laughs> imperfect, right? Yeah. I was just going to say, uh, you know, the,
0: the word imperfect applies here. Definitely. Cause we yeah. are, we're human and we're messy, um, just like everybody else. So. Kim, do you remember the conversation that we had a couple weeks ago, you and I, about uh, something messy that you were you had going on? I don't know if I would call it messy, but something human mm-hmm. that you were going through.
1: Yeah, and well, you helped me. I which, yes, which is the benefit of having each other because we end up being able to um, sometimes save money on healers and therapy because we. Yeah. We do that for each other. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Um, I never looked at it like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I had just been feeling kind of empty or lost in, not in all of my life, but in the area of career and purpose. And I was like, it's because I'm not speaking and I'm not, you know, ever since the pandemic, there hasn't been that many speaking engagements or and I haven't done any retreats or masterminds or events and that I realized later that that has been 80% of what I do and luckily for this podcast we can do it on zoom but um I felt like this weird like longing or something missing feeling and it was getting on my nerves and <laughs> bothering me and so um I did a call with Eden. you can kind of explain that some of the inner child work you do to help people figure out why they're feeling like antsy or uncertain or any other kind of feeling or emotion that's coming up.
0: Yes. And I, um, yeah. Okay. I just realized something else that I'll I'll say later, but, um, (laughs) see, we're real. We're, (laughs) we're messing up. Um, so, inner child stuff what I did on the phone with her with Kim for example yeah we um she was going through like this period of there there was part of her feeling um like she something was missing and that she was looking for validation somewhere um our validation is always going to come from within but uh, even though we do things like she did, does things like speaking and, and she feels very fulfilled by that, there's, there's still like that component of if there's anything that happened as a child um, that made us feel unworthy or not good enough, um, then there, we could be bringing part of that to the things that we do in our career. Um, so it's important to he, go back and heal those things so that we are doing it for the right reasons that everything that we're doing is aligned with our truth. So that's kind of what came up. And I don't know if you want to share what that was, but
1: (laughs) yeah, no, it just made me remember several times where I felt um, the need to be liked or the need to be validated that I was enough because I had had some episodes and issues with um, friendships and friends that turned on me when I was little and friends that were kind of like bullies. And I think it started then, and I've done a lot of work around it, but I think there was still part of that there where, oh no, I'm not doing these speaking things or anything that's live, So I'm missing that validation. So I am genuinely missing doing that stuff, but the validation part of it needs to come from me and come from me tuning into God and, you know, being enough with me. And right. so she helped me. She helped me see that. And it had a lot of other breakthroughs just from that. Like, it's interesting when you get to the root of something, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden I was, you know, just talking about it too. I was able to go, Oh, you know what? I also feel like doing a lot of stuff, mostly around confidence and business and, and success feels more ego to me and more in need of validation. And I feel more myself and more aligned when I'm doing stuff that's related to intuition and spirituality and um, metaphysics, but also self-love and things like that. And so it made me realize I needed to shift my brand a little bit um, just by adding in some things like intuitive healer and spiritual mentor and different things like that into the wording of what I do and just own that even more than I have been. And so that helped too, because it helped me, you know, I can still do the other stuff, but it'll be with a different energy. It'll be with a new energy shift to it. And although it's nice to be acknowledged and feedback is great, you want to be able to get the validation from yourself and feel enough without needing, without like having that want from outside, outside sources. Mm -hmm. And that comes from loving yourself and getting to that place where you're comfortable with silence and tuning in to universe and divine energy um, and just breathing and not always needing something to fill that space.
0: Oh, absolutely. I, I can think of um, so many different examples of that. Um, I have a friend I was just talking to on the phone who um, I helped her too. and, <laughs> um, She was adopted as a child or as, you know, a newborn. Um, And fast forward to now in her life as an adult, she has many things that many relationships that are um, unsuccessful. And she always feels like they're treating her badly. And I asked her to go back to her inner child and, and connect why she's attracting people that way and you know that type of energy and a lot of it had to do with the feeling of being unwanted as a a child as a baby and um that she wasn't chosen Mm -hmm. by her by her mother and her father they they let her they abandoned her basically for whatever their reasons were good or bad wrong or right that happened so she didn't realize that she go always felt unwanted and always felt like she wasn't enough and she had to prove herself and uh, she would come across people and relationships that would mirror that back at her, that, that part of her that was insecure, didn't believe in herself, didn't have enough self-worth. And they were just kind of like mirroring back how she felt on the inside. So we worked with the inner child to teach her or to, to let her, inner child know that she was born worthy she doesn't have to do anything to feel enough <laughs> to feel good enough to feel loved and lovable and wanted um and that also comes from within to make you feel like um it's not about someone else how they feel about us it's always going to come from within and that's where the happiness comes in um our true happiness so it, it shifted everything for her mm-hmm
1: yeah, and I think also kind of like the guest we had on last week, Susan, how some of the people in the children in the tribes in Africa were were told, "Oh, you you're gifted," or maybe I think it was the teens she worked with that you're gifted at, you know, making sure the energy is all kind of pulled together with the group, or you're the one that spreads kindness, or you're mm-hmm. the one who is the writer. You know, there's there's different things. And so I always say when someone's trying to figure out what their purpose is, even mm-hmm. to, to be happy to even spread kindness, like maybe that's the thing you're really good at, you know, cause I definitely grew up thinking and it's, it was not my parents cause they were so positive with me and like encouraging. But I think it was because of the stuff with the, the kids that I went through, like being mean to me. But I always thought I wasn't really good at one thing. I was kind of just whatever at everything. And also, I never won awards in school, you know. And so I grew up thinking, uh, I'm just mediocre at everything. I'm, I always will be like that. And until I started teaching special ed for a while and, and got really good at that and was helping a lot of kids and then later doing what I do now feeling like, Oh, I am really good at something. You know, I do, I I'm owning my gifts, even though as a kid, I was really good at bringing people together or connecting or leadership or kindness. But I, I wasn't using those things like going, Oh, that counts as something good. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it was hard. It's hard to, um, as, especially as a kid to recognize that unless you're told, um, but we, we will internalize all of that that happens and believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We believe the lie, the lie because it was the other person who had probably something happen at home where they just took it out on you. Totally. But it stuck with you. Oh, that's yeah. happened. That happened many times in my life. Um, and I think uh, it's, it's there's we're, we're both having sort of an awakening we're going through right now. Um, when we we've had trials that we've gone through in the last couple of years, um, extreme trials. <laughs> and um, I think one thing is that we don't have to hold on to that story that we tell we were telling ourselves that we're not worthy of this person or um, bad things will always happen to me. Um, you know, we can change the story and sort of reprogram from what we, learned what was ingrained in us it doesn't mean it's true though
1: right and I think when when you know the story comes up in your mind and it's repeating then you like let's say you know oh I'm not good at that because that happened or I'm terrible because I did this thing that I'm not proud of or whatever it might be and we've already been there done that and done the healing work on there, maybe we haven't and we need to Mm -hmm. But when the story comes up, you want to say, you know, is that really a fact? Because Mm. usually it's something that our ego made up to keep us held back or down. Or sometimes it's um, just habitual negative thoughts coming up, you
0: know? And I think, um, well, I'll plug the next episode because we're going to talk about this in the next episode. We will talk talk deep, more even more deep about this, but um deeply did I say that right? Deep more I don't yeah. know. <laughs> deeper, <laughs> but, deeper Yeah. So we will kind of talk about how we have so many negative thoughts or the limiting beliefs. Um and what we could do with that, how to
1: shift out of that. Right. Right. And I think, you know, I think right now my my session with you, Eden, was so um aligned with the right timing because I think for now just because of the pandemic and because of what everyone's going through globally it's making a lot of people question like is everything going to stay the same am I going to shift what I'm doing for a living am I going to um be forced to step into something else you know and and so it it's making a lot of people question, like, am I even on the right path? You know, all these questions. And so it's good not to be afraid of those. Or, And it's okay if sometimes your mind feels jumbled, you know, oh, it's too much to even figure out. So just do it a little bit at a time and, and always, you know, ask for help, look for resources, you know, journal, do automatic writing if you can, whatever you can do to help you get to those answers. Because, that way you're going to feel more flowing in life and you won't feel so confused and all over the place. And, and, you know, Eden that's what you helped me get to is, and you know, it's still processing. I'm still figuring stuff out. And I think life is like that. We're always growing and we're always evolving and you don't just suddenly go, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm (laughs) out. But I I think a lot of people think you do, but yeah, to be okay and accepting and excited about the fact that we're always growing and evolving, you know, we're always becoming better versions of ourselves If we, if we allow and choose to, yeah. you know,
0: it, in the, like you just said, it's a choice because like you said about what's going on in the world, it's the upheaval, you know, people are going through so much of that. The um, like their foundation is just completely cracked or broken. And some people will just decide by choice, I'm going to stay stuck in this. Mm -hmm. Um, And hopefully this, what we're talking about today will inspire people to decide, make a new choice. It doesn't have to be the old story that I'm not worthy of having a happy life or of um, having the courage to work hard to get to a better place. Um, Everybody has it in them, but not everybody decides to use it. And, we're hoping today that, you know, this it's something that like we, I said, both of us have gone through something and still going through. And um, I just feel I, it took me a while. I sat in it for a long time, um, but I was like, I have to I have to be better. I have to do find ways to learn from what I'm going through um, and be the best version of who I am. Um, otherwise, I would just get lost in that. So I hope for everybody that they start to make a better choice.
1: Right, right. And I think, you know, you can check in with yourself and do that self inventory. Like, how is my life going? How is the communication I'm using working for me? How are my choices working for me? And we'll go into that in part two a little Mm -hmm. bit more. Um, But also just, you know, am I focusing on positivity or negativity? And of course, we have to be real. And sometimes we're going to have an hour here and there or a day even here and there where we are discouraged or feel frustrated or annoyed or angry even at what's going on in the world or in our own lives. But it's not good to stay there. And so we need to find ways to get out of it. And so You want to ask yourself, am I regularly talking about how bad everything is? Am I regularly posting things that are focused on the negative or low vibration energy of what's wrong mm-hmm. there's a lot of people focused on what's wrong instead of you know being the light like Mother Teresa said I will not go to a peace protest but I will be um, on a march for having peace you know no not, not a not a war protest she'll be on a peace walk and so it's like what am I what am I focusing on because what you focus on will grow. And that energy is what goes out into the world, you know, and so that's really important because some people don't believe they're making a difference. And it really is making a difference for you just to work on yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. And not try to fix everyone else around you. (laughs) Yeah, I learned that the hard way. I got so depleted and just I literally ended up with adrenal fatigue then I now um, I'm, I guess I could have it if I didn't take my my uh, vitamins for it. But um, it brought me to that place because anything that we do that affects us emotionally will also affect us physically and it cur- can turn into disease. You know, and that also has to do with repressed emotions. If we decide to just keep them down, bottle them up, it can very well end in disease um, or manifest into disease. Um, but it's definitely for the better <laughs> that I, I that happened because I woke up to it and realized I needed, I needed to do something about this. I can't just sit and and be in the, I'm the fixer. <laughs> I can, I had to let go of that and letting go. Once I let go of trying to fix everything and be in control of the outcome, oh, I, that's where the inner peace started for me.
1: Right. Because control is a force. It's a forceful energy. And when something is forced and not flowing, so you say, does that feel forced or flowing? Mm -hmm. If it feels forced, it usually will cause some sort of low vibration or negative effect. Thus, maybe something with health, something with energy, something with mood. Uh, That's a common one is mood. And so you can ask yourself, you know, do most of my days feel flowing or forced or low or high vibration and if it is forced or low start to dissect it and go wait what is causing this what is it is it something that needs to change you know um, In, am i am am i paying too much attention to emotions that are coming up and owning them like like what susan talked about like okay emotions are going to come up and sometimes it's it's a reason to pay attention so that you can heal them but a lot of times it's just stuff you're triggered by And you have to observe them, kind of figure out why they're happening and then let them go instead of staying in them all day long.
0: Well, then that's also um, about owning that you have a part in in the situation that's going wrong. Um, You take responsibility for what you're bringing to it. um, But a lot of times people will look for who to blame or someone to blame. Um, and there, that's the fixing, like, oh, I got to fix this person and then everything will be okay. So it's still like not taking responsibility or being accountable for yourself. It always goes back to self, right. but, it's, but it's not selfish to do that. <laughs> it's a paradox.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. on the lighter note, on a lighter note, um, I know that you had, you were talking to me about some serendipitous stuff that Mm -hmm. that happened with Missy the other day. And I've had a lot of that lately and serendipity and signs can happen quite often when you're on the path of, you know, being intuitive or deciding that you want to tune into your more spiritual side or your sixth sense, getting rid of ego as much as possible. You'll get more and more of that, you know, serendipity, synchronicity signs they all start with S's spirituality. Um, um, but the one that you told me about the other day, it, it made me think of something I had that matched it. So I wanted to share that, but tell me, tell me again, what it was. with
0: So that one, um, and Misty, we, we talk about her, like everyone should know her, but by now you probably should, but yeah, she's been on a couple of our episodes and, um, I work with her too. And, uh, She's amazing. So, um, we were talking, and oh, because her and I do regular channeling because we're doing some work together, and, and it helps us to channel to get information. Um, uh, and what came through was it said rye bread. That's all it was was rye bread. And immediately, I something clicked for me, and I'm like, oh my god! And then she had the same reaction, and um she said, you're not going to believe it. I had, I have a thing with rye bread. And I said, so do I. (laughs) And so she said, I had a dream last night that I ate rye bread and she's gluten-free. She has a gluten on a gluten-free diet. So she doesn't eat bread, but, um, she's like, I was so shocked at myself for eating rye bread in my dream and it wouldn't really mean much, but I, got, I channeled rye bread. So we were like, okay, there's something to this. And then I said, you're not going to believe this, but I also had a dream last night, the same night about rye bread and that I was given a choice of two different types of bread. I don't remember what the other one was, but the one of them was rye and I chose the rye. Um, and we just thought that was really crazy. And, you know, things (laughs) like that happen a lot with, with us and, you know, people around us and I talked to you later in the day and I I told you what happened and you're like, I have a thing with rye bread and it happened on the same day. (laughs) So what's your thing?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it was rye bread too, but it was, it was not as complex as a dream, but it was that same exact day um, that you guys were talking and I was Googling because I, I have always been fit and small and like, fit into all my clothes and never had any kind of difficulty with that, except when I was pregnant both times that working on that weight loss, but then I got right back to where I was. And so now in the last few years with hormones and medication and, um, that I keep being bloated Mm. and it's gross. I don't like it. And so, um, (laughs) I was looking up ways to stop being bloated and rye bread it says stop having rye bread and I'm not really having rye bread, but that for some reason stuck in my head. I was like, okay, that's weird. I have never heard that one. And then she ended up saying that. And when we ended up looking up rye bread, it actually ties way back to what was it like? 7,000 BC
0: is where, when it all started, when they discovered rye, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so it's, it's basically, if you go deeper, it could mean tuning into God more, giving you that guidance in life in general.
0: Oh, because we talked about that. It goes back in time or back to the beginning of time. Right. And then so, yeah, go ahead.
1: There there has to be a reason why, you know, signs come up like that. And so um, it made me also think of a time I've had so many different times where we've had Um, serendipities like that Eden and I have, I have with clients, friends, family, but uh, one of the ones I remember that really stood out to me, like the rye bread one was, um, and and for those listening, when you're meant to read something, do something, hear a message, it's going to come somehow. It'll come through other people, a song, you'll see something over and over again until you finally get it and you get the message. And so there was a book, this was years ago, I think 20 something years ago. And I was really getting into reading more metaphysical, spiritual books. And somebody had told me to read the Celestine Prophecy. And then I heard it again. And then I was like in a store and some guy was talking about it. And so I'm going, okay, this is crazy. So I was driving and I'm on the phone with a friend. And I told her, I go, I don't know what is up. I'm supposed to read this book. I keep hearing it and seeing it everywhere. And she went, "Ah!" and I'm like, what? And she goes, I'm holding it right now. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it tomorrow. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. And that book was very at the time I really needed it in the, in the place I was at with, with becoming more intuitive and spiritual. So, um, It was definitely, I got the message (laughs) after being hit over the head with it.
0: Wow. That's, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if we listen and we pay attention, there's so many signs and synchronicities for all of us to be led by it, Um, you know, to be more aware and present with these moments, because I think it's always going to lead us in the direction we're meant to be in. I don't know about the rye bread yet, but... (laughs)
1: Maybe it was just like, don't eat it. Don't, cause it'll stop the bloating. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying everything. So I, I, I think it's a test in self-love. Like I, I am being tested to look in the mirror and no matter what, say I look beautiful and my body is womanly and curvy <laughs> there. That's positive.
0: It is positive what you're saying, but, and I could do the same thing, but it's about believing it as a whole other layer there. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, it can be a work in progress, right? Yeah. Some, some <laughs> things take that's, that's actually important to talk about is that you can't, I don't think you always not, you can't, cause it, it's possible, but I don't think you can always just go, okay, I went to one session with a, counselor or healer or coach and I'm good now it's a work in progress and so sometimes like for example something like that I worked with Eden um, and so that helped me with the other stuff and I do feel very shifted but for something like this maybe it's going to take me a few more weeks of really ingraining that belief of acceptance all the way you know what I mean? And and so it's it's a, sometimes we can be a work in progress. It's okay. We're human.
0: Yeah. But, and you know what, there's, I think an important thing to add, to tell everyone what happened after we did that call, you you are still processing, but you started getting more calls, for people wanting you to do um, like podcast interviews and, and to do speaking of events. You started suddenly getting all, all these people calling.
1: Yeah, I think it was because I stopped.
0: You let circuit. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I didn't have
1: the force about it, you know, mm-hmm. and there's and that's another paradox because it's a fine line of you do want to take action on things and you mm-hmm. want to have intentions and, um, you know, passion and everything. But you don't want it to be forced to where you're trying and you're desperate. And I think I was in that desperation energy of like, I'm sick of, you know, not. Being able to do this, give it to me, damn it! You know, I think I was in that in that mode, and um, that's a forced, you know, and it didn't make me feel good. It actually was making me feel really yucky, out of alignment with yourself, out of alignment. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that to me, and I would love to hear your opinion on this, Eden, but um. To me, I was thinking about it the other day, and I think there's a lot of people that are not in alignment or balance with who they are and what they're doing, and they get too much of one thing and they become obsessive or imbalanced. So, for example, even a healer or a spiritual person, and and they're doing intuitive work, they may become so obsessed with it that they feel like they have to throw away their TV and only talk about that. And, um, you know, they, they won't say certain things anymore and they won't, um, eat something certain, you know, like it becomes almost like it's turning other people off because it's so obsessively one way of being. Mm. And if that, if it's working for someone that's different and they're happy and they're feeling free and everything, um, but I I see that with politics sometimes with people. I see it with religion, Um, you know, and I think that, you know, tuning in and going, okay, yeah, I'm intuitive and spiritual, but I also am human. And so I'm going to admit if I like to watch some silly show on TV, or I want to drink a Diet Coke, or, you know, say a bad word or, you know what I mean? And I think that allowing, if it feels flowing, then there's nothing wrong with it. But if a lot of times people are doing these shoulds. Okay, well, I'm this way now, so I only can be this. And I think there needs to be a balance. And I and I feel like I see a lot of it more than ever right now with people just being like in one category of a type of person. Well, I mean, the one word is ego.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. That's what that is. It's you know, if you're trying to convince someone else to think the way you think. That's your ego. Oh, and good point. Yeah. Not you know, not accepting what other people that other people have different opinions than you. And you no, know, this is the way you're supposed to live, and and you have to be strict with yourself. That that's um, you know, up, up to them how they want to live. But if you're trying to change other people's minds, I think that's the the issue. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's funny because it reminds me of when I very first started doing readings, I was only 30. And so like almost 20 years ago. And I remember I, it's like, I wanted to do readings for everybody. Like, it's like, I wanted to just like, almost like prove it or show it like that's very ego. You know what well, I mean? That was me
0: too. I did that.
1: Yeah. When I, when I first started or doing talk readings,
0: about,
1: talk about those topics mm-hmm. and like try to get people to think that way or understand. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just being OK with, you know what? I'll live by example, but I'm going to be OK with everybody being on their own path.
0: You know, and that's part of me, the, the kind of fixer that I was. And I, I thought like, oh, no, they have to live this way. My my way that I think is right. Um, but I didn't know that everybody gets to be on their own path, on their own journey. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the whole thing back at, you know, the, the letting go that, you know, we just take care of ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think that's hard for some people realizing that sometimes you're actually meant to not fix somebody because they're supposed to learn something from whatever they're going through and like allowing that. Yeah. And it's different if it's different, totally. If it's like your friend and they're calling and asking for help and they really want your advice and, you know, or you, you're reaching out cause you see someone just falling apart or something. But in general, a lot of times you need to step back because people are on their path and they're meant to make their own mistakes and learn their own wisdom hopefully from it.
0: Right, and it's not on our time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't need to always understand everything. Right. That's important yeah. too. So. Yeah. Anyways, well let's let's end this episode with I want to we're, we're starting to along with our being in your face more truthful in a good way, not in a forced way. Um, We're starting to ask guests um, deeper questions. And so um, Eden, I wanted to ask you two of them. What makes you feel most alive and fills your soul?
0: That's the two questions?
1: Well, no, that's That's one. one.
0: That's one. She didn't, Kim did not give me these questions in advance. So I, I didn't think about this. So this is going to be off the top of my head. So what makes me feel most alive in my soul? No,
1: I mean, it's what? kind of like what makes you feel a lot most alive slash fills your soul. Like it's kind That's of it, oh. is that.
0: Yeah. <sighs> um, one of the things that stands out for me most right now is that I get to witness be- people having breakthroughs. And it's happening like almost every time I work with someone, they have a breakthrough. Um, and it, I think it wasn't happening so much before um, as it is now because I think I'm different. I've grown so much and I've learned so much, um, vibrating at a different pl- level, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to uh, attract people who are ready for that work. And, yeah. and it's just easy. And they, you know, they, they know what they need and I, I assist them and, and to be able to be a part of that is huge for me. So that fills me up.
1: That's awesome. Okay. Well, in, in your personal life and Mm -hmm. like with your family or your hobbies or anything like that, what fills your soul? Okay.
0: Um, it's, it's, I think I and again, I just started learning this because I was the fixer and I was doing for everybody else, worrying about everybody else's things. Um, I now turn it around on to me and I'm doing so much more self-care and being, you know, finding that I get to say no to things aligned with, you know, only do things that are aligned with my truth. And that is it, it, again, that's the inner peace right there. I love that. Yeah.
1: I, I love that. Cause when I always say, you know, only, only do things that are aligned with you or make you feel alive. And then I was meeting with Valerie Moniz the other day, she does readings and she said, yeah. And things that bring you love, peace, and joy, does mm-hmm. those things bring you love, peace and joy. And so that's more to add to it, you know, as much as we can, at least, you know.
0: Yes. And that reminds me, I think another part answer to that is would it's going to be unconditional love. Uh, I didn't understand what that was before. Um, And that means allowing people to just be on their path and you still love them or even the people who hurt you, you can still love them. Wow. You you have compassion for others for whatever they might be going through and and uh, you can still have forgiveness for them and love them. Yeah learning unconditional love. That's huge.
1: That's awesome. All right. I'm going to make up one more that was popping in my mind. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, so if you were going to, if you got paid like tons of money for it, but you could only pick one of the things that you do, um, regularly, which thing would you pick like for work for your purpose?
0: Okay. Um, It, you know, that what came to my mind first, it doesn't mean I'm going to push the other stuff away, but I want to get our book out. (laughs) Yeah. I feel very passionate about that. The book that we we channeled from Prince. The Prince book.
1: Yes. That's interesting because my answer in my head was the Prince book in the podcast. Oh. Yeah, I mean it's I under chills. one umbrella. I know me too. He, <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. He's agreeing that he feels that way too. But um yeah. but that um is under one umbrella, I feel like. So
0: yeah.
1: Awesome. That's,
0: yeah. And then I'm gonna I wanna ask you these same questions, but we'll do it in the next episode.
1: Oh, okay. All right, we'll do it in part two. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everyone. Hopefully you got something out of this. We'd love to hear from you. Even if you just got one thing and you start applying it to your life and see the changes. Let us know how you're doing. Bye everyone. Bye. I'm here with Samantha Guzman and she is an amazing empowered woman and she has something great to offer everybody. Here she is.
2: Hi everyone. Samantha. So great to be here. I just wanted to share with everybody the importance of financial independence. I know, growing up as a child, I saw parents that were independent but did not have money, skills, or knowledge. So I began to seek out how can I become better in this area of my life so that I can have a better future. In doing that, I started to work with finances and debts, but. I found myself still not able to reach my goals and not able to keep the money that I would make. It would go away very fast. I then uh, started to learn this program called Make Money Your Partner by Beth Dana. And this program has taught me how I can attract money, how I can fix those limiting beliefs that I grew up as a child, thinking I'm not deserving of money. And since I've done this program, I've been able to reach all the goals that I set out. I would say this book is like think and grow rich on steroids. It's like the actual application, like what is holding you back deep inside from not getting to your goals. And so as a survivor of domestic abuse and now finally free, my mission is to help women who are mothers, single, anyone that has struggled in her life, learn about money, because if you are financially independent, you can get yourself out of any situation. And if I wasn't independent, I would have still been in that very bad marriage and not had the choice to leave the situation right away and been stuck. But because I was independent, I was able to make a quick decision, call the police and get free and safe. And so I am a domestic advocate, survivor, and certified in that area now, also a massage therapist. And so I'm looking for women who also want to learn how to become independent financially. It doesn't mean that you don't need a man. It just means that you have your own resources. And if anything ever goes bad in your life, you're able to take care of yourself. So one of my, um, I'm starting my Instagram. I'm still working on everything. It's women.independence. And my email is independentwonderwomen, with an E, at gmail.com. And my phone number is 714-609-5038. So if you need help in financial area, or you just need someone to talk to about how to get better in these areas, I would love to speak with you guys. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Samantha.
2: Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Find out more at TalkPurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth, on Instagram and Facebook.